my and y'all know I have a daughter and then my wife, and so I have two women in the, in the household. And how I how I ha- handle my anger is valuable in this season of my life. Mm-hmm. But if I had dealt with it on the front end of things when I was single, it would it would have helped a lot more now that I'm married. <laughs> You're now listening to The Real. Man, I appreciate them dudes for talking about The Raw. Wait, they were talking about The Relatable. That's exactly what I've been going through. The Relentlessly Real Podcast. Welcome to The Relentlessly Real Podcast, where we discuss real, raw, relatable topics. Thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. Let's kick this off with some introductions. My name is John. My name is Mike. And I am Terrence. And of course, we got our boy with us one last time, Mr. Antonio. It's me. It's me. What up, man? Um, I'm super glad that we're all back to talk about marriage again. But before we even dive into the topic today, like, how are y'all feeling? Like, what's going on with y'all lives? Y'all good? Let's start with let's start with Antonio since he's a, this is the last day, man. We we gonna have to have you back on here again for sure. It, it's it's been good being here. Yeah, man. So yeah. so what's been going on with your life? What's, um, you know, what's up with your wife and all that? Life what's is up? good. Wife is good. Yeah, um, everything's good. No complaints at the current moment. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Amen. All right. T. Um, school year is officially set in. <laughs> so I got some suspensions in, under my belt. Oh man, dang! Already hate to do it, but unfortunately, some kids you gotta go, gotta it's go. It's like the second. Well, I don't know how long. It's is the it second been? month of school. That's oh, second good. month. Oh, okay, I Did, didn't. Oh, that's good. That's success for Baltimore. Yeah, that's well, wow. I mean, <laughs> here we go again. Sorry, hey, sorry. Now go ahead. Hey. There was not a single student. To, I did not have to suspend a single kid in the month of September. So. Congratulations! That's, That's amazing. That's actually amazing. Congratulations! I didn't know that would be a, a you know hey, a stat. Listen, like, as much as the, the well, ultimate goal is that they suspended the missing times from the classroom, so you don't want the missing time from the classroom. Got you. Got it. So. That's good. That's good. Perspective. Yeah. yeah. And what's up with you? What's up with you, Mike? Um, everything good, man. I'm actually getting into, I guess, working out more. I'm starting to run more again. Um, me and my wife, we we starting to work out a little bit more. Especially oh, with, together. Um, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes we, hmm. we work out together. Sometimes we do individual, but, um, but as far as just being consistent with that, that's what we're trying to do, especially with it getting colder. Yeah. Um, I, I went out and ran this week, but you know, as, as the temperatures drop, man, I'm gonna have to figure out something. Got this gym built in the basement. So we about to go ahead and put that thing to work. So got you. Yeah. So are you going to get a membership at Planet Fitness or? Nah, that's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Never again. Yo, I swear, I got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Planet Fitness. They ain't seen me in months, bro. I, I was going, and I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna get myself together. My body gonna be right." Da da da. Getting your little ten. And that's you know, it. yeah. Next thing you know, man, I was like, I got. I looked at my accounts. I gotta stop paying these people yeah. to have this account. Nah, so or just go. <laughs> or I should go. <laughs> just go. Nah. So so with us, we were paying like you know the ten dollar fee or whatever like yeah. that for like months. It, it came down to like eight months when you've been there. And I'm like, dog, that's money I could have put into my own gym. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, so true, I was true, like, true. nah, I gotta shut this down. So yeah, yeah. I, I need to figure it out because I was like, I need to either go, John, figure figure out when you're gonna go, <laughs> or tell them take my card off or whatever you have. <laughs> yeah, you please. realize that they're 24 hours, right? Just a thought. I know, but I be busy, okay. busy. Okay. So anyway, with my life right now, I've been busy. Like it's been crazy, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to get my stuff straight for like. 
my real estate stuff straight. My, my, my daughter's birthday was yesterday. I'm super excited. So um, today is Saturday, and we're going to go celebrate her. She turns two years old. Hey. Um, so shout out to my daughter, Jocelyn. I'm excited about that, man. Happy Being birthday. a dad is an amazing, amazing thing. And I, I think yeah. that... What you got to say, T? Because you rolled your eyes. You know how I feel about Jocelyn right now. And you know how I feel about London right now. My daughter has nothing to do with your personal life. Blockers. (laughs) Kids are a little tough to deal with. Yeah, we talked about that on the last podcast. Yeah, the last podcast, we definitely got into it. (laughs) Blockers. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, man, everything's been going pretty good. Um. Pretty much, we're going to just go ahead and jump right into the trending topic. So, Mike, what's the trending topic for today? Trending topic for today is Kanye West and his new album, Jesus is King. Um, how y'all feel about that, John? Uh, did you listen? I mean, did y'all listen yeah, to it? Yeah, did you listen to it? No. I've listened to the whole You didn't listen to it at all, Tony? No. Dang. I mean... Is that on purpose? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not really, but... Whatever. So, I mean, <laughs> you're just saying, like, I have no intentions of making right. sure that... No. Nope. You're not going to rectify it. You're just... No. Nothing's yeah. driving me to go listen to it. So okay. I've listened to it. And um all right, so there's been a lot of controversy, right? On the medias, on social media, whatever. Uh as far as I guess authenticity, is he doing this for real? Is he really changed? You know, that sort of thing. And uh I think it's kind of kind of interesting that it's not just coming from people well, I don't know people's backgrounds as far as Christians, but I know mainly uh, with the Christian uh, community, they're coming at him hard, man. And it's kind of kind of messed up that they can't see like anybody can be changed, right? At the end of the day, so if he decides to you know do this complete one eighty and just be you know on fire for God, then okay, let him do that. Especially after listening to the album, I uh, I personally think um, there was authenticity there. Uh, through the music and regardless of whether it wasn't say if I can't see like his heart only God can see his heart and regardless like God's still going to be able to get glory out of it just because of like just yo Jesus was all up and through that thing so mm-hmm. um but some controversy points uh that I wanted to point out was like all right even after listening to the album I, I'm more so concerned about like the the battle that he has going on with uh, EMI Publishing. Um, so basically what's happening is he's in a contract agreement to make music for, forever, basically. Oh, yeah, I heard of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, contract basically states that he, he can't retire and he basically has to make music forever. Who? Okay. Yeah. Who, wow. who signed that contract? Right. Like, I mean, who read one? Before who signed? Who read the contract? Right, for him. You got lawyers. <laughs> right. You got... And you telling me you signed a contract where you're going to be talking, you're going to be doing making songs for the rest of your life? Like yeah. Jesus, I don't really want to hear Kanye's song after he's like 45. I'm good. And and even after going through the, I guess I forget what the documentation is where they submit to be able to go through the courts and everything like that, go to mm-hmm. trial, whatever. A lot of it has been redacted, but from what I gather from it is like that's basically what it's about. And um, he he's trying to fight that job. So I look at it as, okay, even with that, it could be two-sided. He can actually be like complete 180, really trying to, you know, uh, shed light on Christianity in general and like just praise God through his music. Um, or this could be another venue for him to be able to make money. Um, another thing to keep in mind is that his clothing line. So his clothing line came out. Right. Uh, I checked this website and a lot of the clothes that he has is kind of 
it, it, it makes you kind of tilt your head like, okay, is this really authentic? Because the way the clothes were designed, and I wish I had some pictures with me, but I'll show y'all a little later. Um, the way the clothes are designed, it's kind of like it, it has Jesus in it, but it also has like his name on it. So it's like, oh yeah, yeah I saw the one yeah. he has on. So Jesus is King and then right. Kanye on the side. Right. It's like blue and gold or something. Like a, like a, or purple and gold or something. Kanye West featuring Katy Perry type <laughs> situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it feels like. And then like even thinking about like past quotes and stuff that he's done, whether it's, you know, things that he said about, you know, him being a Trump supporter or, you know, uh, the, the idea of like slavery being a choice and everything mm-hmm. like that. These are the things that people are thinking about. And it's like, dog, like now you want to do Christianity? It was like, and, but my opinion is like, why not? Like even in spite yeah. of all of that crap, like why not? Why can't he? Yeah. He's, Go ahead, T. My, so first of all, his clothing line is trash. Um, <laughs> well, his clothing line has always been trash. So you have some of his garments at your house? No, I would never purchase that trash. <laughs> Jones, um, and like they're garments. expensive too, by the <laughs> they way. They are. Right? It's, yeah. it's, 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 you're pre- pretty much paying three hundred dollars for a fabric, a ch- piece of trash, like a trash bag. <laughs> you really feel bad about it. Go ahead. So, and here's the thing, and I, I so I listen to the album. Yeah. As I as I, as I always think about Kanye, musically he's a genius. Like production quality, production quality, like with Kanye. Justin Timberlake, Beyonce are like normally like they're just. I'm a I'm a I'm a push back on on, on Justin Timberlake, but go ahead. A production quality, like <laughs> okay, because okay. like, that last man in the woods, John. That man in the woods trash. Man in the woods was trash. Okay, but the ones before that were like complete. Like, okay, makes sense. So the the quality of the music that you're getting is always stellar, stellar to none, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you saw that Beyonce concert, like it was just the one that's on Netflix is just like amazing. Yeah. However. I, when it comes to when it comes to, to in my opinion of, of gospel music or music that is meant to, to, to talk about like the, the Christian faith, the message is only the message is sometimes not as important as the messenger because you have to be able to get that message across. And I feel like because of everything and and some of you have you have you have to take with take with a grain of salt, mm-hmm. Kanye, you put yourself out there to counter everything you're about to say. Yes, and uh, and so that's my issue. Like where he could be authentic, he could be totally authentic right now. Like like you're saying, he could be totally like really converted. But you can't knock people for not trusting you because yeah. of everything you've yeah. done beforehand. Yes, and so that's the that's the that's the ultimate problem, which is why I'm like I'm on the fence because if you are authentic, first of all, who am I? I don't really I'm, I'm nobody to judge if you are or you're not. Mm. Doesn't really like make sense. Like I'm just so I'm that mature where. Whatever my opinions of who you are, it doesn't touch your faith anyway. Yeah. So, Con, you can be authentic. Cool. Keep it. Makes sense. You then you keep doing it because you're authentic. Makes sense. But on the flip side, I'm like, you can't be, you know, blacks or modern day slavery and pro Trump and this. Because if Trump dropped the album right now or Trump dropped something right now where he's like, oh, I'm going to switch to the Democrat side, people be like, ah, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, like I don't know what it's not because you've done so much. You know, in the public eye, yeah. mm-hmm. that it, it kind of overshadows it. So, not to mention that I thought the lyric lyrically it was not the best. <laughs> it was also like not the best Kanye. Like it was just not that great. I so I liked the presentation. Um, the my favorite one was closed on Chick. Uh, uh, was it Chick Fil A? Something. Something yeah. about closed on Sunday. That's the name of the track. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he he says closed on Sunday, like something Chick Fil A, and it was just like. 
Okay, okay, I'm with, I'm, 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 I'm gonna rock with That's you. That's cute. I'm gonna rock with you. Uh, he said, like, uh, one of the things he said was, you're, uh, you're my number one with the lemonade. And I was like, okay, okay, uh, yeah, I'm gonna ride it with you, Kanye. I'm gonna do my best, bro. <laughs> but I think the best synopsis uh, that I've seen was, um, I follow, and he's one of our frat brothers too, actually, Mike Kelsey. Okay. He actually stated it the best, where he, st- he said, first of all, when someone's recently converted, you don't, run after them to be the leader of the pack right you know mm-hmm. so if they're recently converted they're babe in christ they are they're a babe in being a believer so you don't ha- you don't you know as you would have, my daughter my two-year-old daughter i don't give her now that she's two i don't say okay hey here are the keys to my car you can go drive it now right like i mean you just you 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 tailor things to the age brackets that she's within right so she can go play with some blocks but you can't have dad's keys and go drive mm-hmm. and i feel like when he was converted to be a believer fine but spend your time to understand what the christian faith is all about understand what jesus is all about and and don't i would not at this point in his understanding of conversion i would not go and put an album out about being a believer because the bible speaks often about like you will know them them believers by their fruit and i feel like your fruit should show like well before album's done there should be other things that have led us credibly towards the idea that he's a christian and a believer Mm. before an album ever came to the fruition you know what I'm saying? He just did he just drop an album like like last year? I thought he just dropped the album like a, like it was like last year or a year before that cuz he was in like in the desert working on the album. It was like seven tracks or oh, he just know. dropped the album that like never long it was like seven know. tracks. Yeah. So so I counted that to say like I, I mean another popular icon was Justin Bieber who I guess converted or not converted, but I remember his conversion was a lot different because he didn't put out an album I remember he went to some kind of big Christian concert and he did praise and worship. Yeah, I he, but he, but I, I thought he was invited to. He didn't volunteer. Yeah, they asked him to. So he started going to these. And my impact could be wrong. So somebody correct me. Right. He was doing these events and these things. But what his thing was like, oh, I'm converted. Let me only produce Christian music. Yeah. But it's mostly like the music that he's brought out. The music music that he's been producing since then have been kind of modified and not as. Harsh, not see where I'm going. Not as yeah. as as it's been like very diluted yeah. to what his fans are known used to. Because I feel like, at least to me, his conversion is authentic. He got married. Like his his whole persona, Who, Justin? Justin Bieber. Oh, okay. Yeah, he his got whole, married. He got married. Yeah. His whole persona yeah. has like as a person has changed. Yeah, he's not doing the same thing. So to me, that's what makes it, to me a I little mean, more authentic. That's the fruit that um yeah. that John was talking about though. Like being able, like check your track record type yeah. thing, and um. I don't know. It's it's like I I get the track record thing, but I'm like, dog, like why can't he be on fire though? He can, I think he can be, be okay. on fire. I think I think what I, what I think Mike Kelsey was trying to say, and I think what I believe he you know for myself even yeah is that he can be on fire for God. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it has to happen through the same element where he was like pushing everything else. I think he I, I think it should be something where he's like, I'm on fire for God and I'm over here doing community service. I'm over here like helping the homeless. I'm over here doing the actual work of believers in Christianity. Mm-hmm. Like you could be on fire for God and do all that stuff. I yeah, just yeah. think once you because of his track record of all that he said before that, yeah. that's why we don't believe him now. That's why we're kind of looking at him like, really, Kanye? Jesus yeah. is king? Really? Mm-hmm. Even that, I saw an interview he did with, I think, Mr. Big is his name. And it was like, he was talking about almost for an hour. And he, there were things that he said that were very convincing. that came across very compelling, even. I was like, okay, Kanye, I see what, you know, I see where you're going there. But I, I, I think the bottom line is 
there's some rudimental, fundamental things as a believer that you have to learn and understand before you can go on a platform and say, this is what this Jesus is king. Yeah, Jesus is king. But like, go ahead and, and like learn the root of the learn, learn what Jesus is all about. Like be a disciple of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like learn him before you go and try to be on a platform. Cause I don't think you can handle it on that platform without the proper preparation in the background. And I think even like, I tell people, I think even the Bible even like speaks to that because it, it says people always can, people always are big up on this other part of this verse. It says, God looks at the heart. Man looks at the outside, mm -hmm. and everybody is big on the the fact that yeah, we should be like God looks at the heart. But it says man looks at the outside. Mm -hmm. So just if you're is. trying to reach man, mm -hmm. you you have to in a sense start. You have to fix some of your outside mm -hmm. because if you're outside, man will never see. Mm -hmm. the, the, only God can see the intentions of your heart. Mm -hmm. But man is constantly looking at the outside, and so if you're trying to, it's one thing like yes, you want to fix the inside, but the, what I'm saying, but man. Man doesn't see that. Man yeah. immediately sees what's the outward showing of it. And yeah. so that's why it comes across as authentic because your outward showing, like the whole Trump thing and the whole, it's just blacks and slavery doesn't exist. Bruh, bye. I just think, it's, I just don't think, I don't think we should have a posture as, as a believer. I'm a believer. I think we're all believers yeah. here. I don't think we should have a posture about it. I don't think we should, it should matter to us as much as it, yeah, it as much as it seemingly matters to a lot of believers. I just don't think it should matter. I'm almost like with someone where it's like, yeah. It came out. Yeah. But as far as it concerns me as a believer, mm. I don't want to clout chase. No. I don't need Jay-Z to go and be like Jesus King. I knew he was before you ever thought, said right. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't right, need right. Beyonce to say it. I don't care. And I think the same goes yeah. for Kanye. It's like, I don't care that you're saying that now. Like, I knew that 25 years ago when I got converted or 10 years or whatever, whoever got converted. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying, like, we got to be very, very clear and concise about our own religion and what we believe as believers. Like, I don't need you to say that. I don't need you to put your stamp for it to be a cool, relevant thing. And I think that's mm -hmm. what we like. We want somebody that's cool and relevant to say, yeah, Christianity's dope. I knew it was up before you said that, bro. I don't, and you saying it doesn't change my posture about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah, that's the biggest that's issue that I find with our community. We're just, we trying to figure out, oh, Kanye, oh my God, I'm so happy he's, the, I'm happy. I want to be, I'm not, I'm, I'm a believer. I want more believers to be believers. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I'm not saying that because he's Kanye. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that because he's a new, a new believer, you know? Yeah, so sense. that's how I feel about it. I mean, I don't know if anybody has anything else about that jump, but. Nah, I mean, I'm still, I'm still kind of waiting and get a feel for like what, like what direction he's going in, because he can flip the script tomorrow and go back to doing whatever yeah. he was doing before. What's funny? I'm but, sorry, I was gonna say real quick. In the interviews, Mike, yeah. he was literally cursing throughout the interview. <laughs> not, not, I'm not lying. I'm not, and this is not me pointing judgment to him. It's just speaking to he's a babe in Christ. Like he's, yeah. if he's yeah. a believer, he's a babe in Christ. So you can't, you can't give Kanye a mic at this point and have him preach at your church. Because he's going to be preaching who he is at this moment, which is a baby in Christ, cursing while still giving the word of God. Well, so I mean, a, there there was this one pastor. Here you go. Here you go. And, and you Pastor go. Wilson, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> he's oh not a babe gosh. in Christ, but he's out there making yeah, babies. He's out there licking the babies, though. <laughs> <laughs> no. Help us, God. Help us, God. So yeah, uh, go ahead, Mike. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to get No, I'm good. Off. That's all I got with that, man. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know where you can go after we talk about passive Wilson, right? <laughs> Jesus. All right, cool. So we've been talking about um, marriage versus divorce. What about 
this is about the third episode on it, yeah. and it's really been a, um, a a lot of help to us. some of our friends. I, we've been getting text messages on our um, Instagram and Facebook. People been hitting us up. What about what's the response been for you guys? It's been good. I've been getting a lot of feedback, especially like people. It's like, yo, man, that topic was really good. Yeah. Hey, can y'all touch on this? Can you talk about this? What do you right. thoughts on this? So I, I think that that's great that people are listening. Yeah. So what about you, Mike? Yes, yeah, it's, it's more so about the exposure. Like people are just like. Wow, man, like being able to see it from our perspective, even if it's guys saying like commenting on them it's like, yo, like I be feeling like that sometimes right. and being able to put it on this platform so people can know, hey, this is, you know, it's how we think about it. Yeah, it's And it's a normal thing. Like it happens. Yeah. 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 So what about I, you? I think that's dope. Yeah, but think, what about you? Same Tom? thing that Mike was saying was yeah. just like people saying, yo, this was dope, you know, hearing young men talk about these things and put yeah. it out there. Um, and not being not shying away from these topics that a lot of people don't talk about. Yeah, so um, it's been really good the feedback that we've been getting from everybody, and I'm I've been enjoying it, um, talking about it, and kind of looking within the lens of my own marriage and seeing how you know like what do I need to work on. I feel like it's been good for our marriages. Um, some people have been benefiting, amen, from some things, and amen. I I'm amen. not going to speak to it. I'm gonna let them go ahead and talk about it Hallelujah. if they want to, or if they don't want to. Um, but anyway. <laughs> 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 One thing that I know was pivotal in our in our in our marriage, both my wife and I, um, was when we started having kids. Um, and I know, you know, it's two of us here that have kids, and there's two that are maybe working on it, or you know, kind of thinking about it, or having fun, or having having fun with it, or practicing. Okay, <laughs> um, yeah. So, <laughs> as far as it's concerned for us, um, man, I just like I wanted to make sure we at least touched on this topic a little bit. So. Um, when it comes to having kids in the marriage, how does that affect your marriage? And I want to you how you because you you got married and then you guys had kids almost immediately after. So you never said you said you mentioned in one of the earlier episodes you yeah, never got man. to see your wife as a wife only. Nope. Oh, first it came it transitioned from wife to um being a mother. So how did that impact yeah, your marriage? I, and I think it's even crazy because like, I'm glad you brought it. Is that we actually were long distance for a while too because she lived in a whole other state. So it was long distance and then she moved here. And then I was maybe like a year and a half, two years later, we got married. And then two, a month, two months later, she was pregnant. Wow. And so that whole first year, that whole first year of marriage was pregnant. And then like we couldn't go, on, we couldn't go on our, um, I think it's called anniversary. We couldn't go on our first anniversary trip because she, she had just had a baby. Wow. So it like that. So it, it just having a, a a child is a wonderful thing it's, 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 it's like i taught people before it's probably one of the greatest things i've ever do, uh, ever done but it's, it also is the, one of the most tiring things I've, I've ever done and i think it instantly and i think that I, and that's an okay thing i think it it will immediately pull you away from the spouse a little bit okay um because you want you if you are invested really invested in being a good parent you now have to really like i'm hearing what mike said earlier that he goes running he goes running you know with with his wife and it's like you can quickly you can do that quickly hey what are you doing are you you finished okay let's go running i I can't do that (laughs) like like i got two kids like you know and so like right now we're both working out together but we literally have to work out at separate times you know Mm because now 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 do we have competing work schedules Who's going to watch the kids while we work out? Yeah. You know, and so yeah. it's just like that, that all, everything changes 
and it does pull you away almost sometimes as a partner. So it's like you have to work even harder yeah. to maintain a relationship as a partner. So let's let's zoom in a little bit just on that particular thing for your marriage. Mm-hmm. You guys had TJ first. Yes. Um, when you had TJ, what were some of the earlier feelings and thoughts and things that happened within your marriage? The baby's here now. Okay. This is the this is day one of TJ being on Earth in your house. Mm-hmm. How did things start af- affecting your marriage from day one to day? 30, if you will. So, um, one of the things that people don't talk about, and I'm, I'm going to talk about what you don't think about, is you think about the beauty of, of being a parent. Okay. But you don't think about, now that I am one, like you said, the work I have to do. Who's picking TJ up? Yeah. Like, who's who's picking him up from, from, from school? Yeah. And so, and that's not always, for us, it, at, at when where we were at with TJ, it was her. Because she can drop him off at my mom's house, and she worked down the street from my mom's house. Yeah. And then, so, I didn't have to pick him, I didn't have to pick him up. You know, but that shifted once she got a better job and I got a better job. Mm. And now I'm closer to TJ and she works in DC. Yeah. So now I have to get up an hour earlier. I have to do all these things. And that is tiring. Mm. So number one, you, you, so you're saying roles change, roles change. And then you, and because as a parent, you come home, you come home, I'm more tired. And mm. so she's more tired. Mm-hmm. And so all the things that you, you would normally, that she would normally do or I would normally do when you're not as tired. Say what that is. Um, it could be even just keeping the house like keeping the house like clean mm-hmm. on a consistent basis. That is very like, that important to you. It's it, it, important I can't to say, y'all. I can't say it's important, but it it became more important once we had kids. Okay. Because beforehand, okay, I, I, I get it on a weekend, no problem. Right, right, right. Now on on the weekends, it was like, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, Tanisha, like we've hired cleaners. Yeah, I'm being dead serious. Like things that I would never in my life think I would pay for. Yeah, we've literally hired cleaners. Yeah, we we don't got it like that. But but it's just like, the, but the and we Tanisha and I have also looked into hiring cook. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, you hiring guys, you, guys are, you guys are doing a lot. No, we're not. <laughs> we looked into it. Yeah. Oh, I looked into it and realized oh, I ain't budgeting. But but <laughs> but the, one of the things, the benefit of that of the cleaner and the cook is is that. While someone's cooking and while someone's cleaning, I'm invested in spending time mm-hmm. with my family. Mm-hmm. And to me, that some that's that was that's the price was worth it. Mm-hmm. That was more important, yeah. you know, because if we're doing it and we're separated and doing it, you know, my kids are very young, so it's not like they, like not all, TJ can. He's six, yeah. but the whole ch- idea of chores is doesn't it's not it's not present yet. Like you know, you get a reward for doing chores, like our parents did, like you know, yeah, but it's not there. So. The idea of, of giving TJ or, or of hiring a, a cleaner means I can now spend time with family. We can watch TV as a family. We can do things as a family because we don't have to pull away to clean the house. Yeah. So so one of the things that we discussed in the last episode was when we talked about, um, I mentioned at the end of the, the, the podcast where Keith Battles mentions how things pull at your marriage and it separates general. you, like natural separation occurs. Uh, through marriage like you get married and literally you start moving away from each other because of life work your kids your whatever else that you got going on bills that you know financial issues health issues there's just things that are literally come between you and your spouse you're, you're naturally pulled away um and being naturally pulled away keith battle basically said like you're naturally pulled away in marriage and work life um financial issues health issues things they they basically come between you and your spouse and the question was, how do kids impact your marriage? And one of the, the things that I found in my marriage, as beautiful, like again, as Terrence was saying, as a child is a blessing that it is. Once everyone else leaves that environment from um, being there at the hospital, the nurses are leaving, whatever. And I'm like, so you're going to just leave me with the baby alone? <laughs> 
Like y'all just y'all just not gonna tell me how to rate. I'm serious. I'm not driving yeah, funny. No, yeah. They literally left me and my wife. We both looking at each other like, yo, what, who gonna do? What, what, who want <laughs> Who gonna change her? Who yeah. gonna do the things? Who gonna feed her? Right. They le- and they gave us a I think thirty minute uh, overview. Of how to take care of the child. I didn't even get that. What's the I was in the hospital. Yeah. First of all, yeah. I just got over the fact that we had the child. So I'm over there like, what do you mean a 30 minute? I can't even conceptualize nothing you're talking about right now. <laughs> and they give you the baby. And you take the baby home. The baby's crying. The baby's this and that. And you're learning on the job, on the job training by yourselves as a as a couple, how to parent that child. Did you wake up at 2 a.m., 3 a.m.? And- so initially, I mean, the first night we didn't sleep at all. Our, our daughter cried the entire night because yeah, she didn't know my wife and I didn't know how to properly latch, you know, her and get her fed, right? So mm-hmm. once we realized all that stuff, yeah, she 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 didn't sleep through the night. My wife became the primary caretaker of her in that sense. Mm-hmm. But even with without that even being the case, that that our daughter being born was the beginning of our marriage starting to end. Because we didn't, we didn't, we were ill-equipped to understand, like, mm-hmm. we need to do way more to keep this molded together um, and have some semblance of, like, re- like relatability even. I, you know I, what I'm saying? I was, um, and this this actually applies even if you don't have a kid. I was watching, I was listening to this, this um, podcast uh, by Andy Stanley, and he talks about how a lot of people put emphasis on working on romance. And not emphasis on working on what it means to be in a relationship and hmm. that it, it was it, it was really profound and deep he said because you have a lot of people who are perfect who are who who perfect or they, they study how to be romantic because that wasn't like me like you know i was always mm-hmm. missed like cars for no reason yeah take you out this and that and this and that, on trips etc etc one of the things that john asked that, that having a kid is it pulls away finances from that so how how can I, I? I'm not rich by all means. I, I definitely wasn't rich back then, like at, at all. So if I could normally spend a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars here just to surprise you for no reason, and I would do that. How can I now do that if I'm spending forty dollars, forty five dollars a can on formula? Sheesh. Like I, like I'm I'm literally spending. Your milk that. was a little bit different. Yeah, though. it was forty five dollars a can. But it was you got to make sure that that's clear because it makes you feel like that's normal. That's not normal. But it is. But what it. He, so he would he, he had a serious milk allergy which he does which is weird anymore but the fact if it's in stores by droves then it's it's normal someplace because it was it's, it's literally in walmart so it may not be normal for me but just i have to prepare people that yeah y- your kid may have some type of allergy where that like like even he couldn't even not breast milk not regular milk not soy milk it was whatever this can was it was like 45 dollars a can oh, wow. and it was a can Jesus. it was a a, a, a reg, the regular ounce. About like 16 ounce yeah right? yes and and Ooh. how quickly would that last yeah I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but man three days two two three days yeah he got to eat chicken yeah. <laughs> so where your teeth at fool yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> so just... i'm like it, it, it pulls away and so what john what you're talking about john it's really yeah. good is that if you if you are not if you haven't before and you have to now invest on time on what it means to kind of perfect a relationship yes and not just oh i love him he was so in love and it's so cute it's so adorable he does these th- great things she does these great things wow them cheeks clap oh my god she's so amazing Wait, I, I'm, I'm these i'm throwing things out there <laughs> <She's> <laughs> clap. i'm she's... throwing things out there where people think are keeps your relationship like sex and intimacy uh, uh, and, uh, and flowers please okay. frame it frame yeah. it i'm just saying okay. that's what Baby. fellas think fellas like wait, yeah wait a minute. <laughs> so what i'm it's important because because 
Like those things are great, but they they do not maintain a relationship. And what happens is by default, what Annie talked about is as romantic as you think you are, if your relationship sucks, it's going to kill the romance. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like so, it's like it's like you you went in like he's so romantic, but he sucks at relationships. So now I don't want to be romantic with him. Yeah. So the th the thing you thought you were going in for, mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't even want no parts of that. Yeah. And then both the man and the woman start looking someplace else mm -hmm. because maybe I married the wrong person. Yes. And and, and it has nothing to do with that. It's that you two did not really at beforehand and or are and are not presently working on what it means to 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 maximize the relationship. I just wonder how many marriages end be due to um the un understanding or lack of understanding of how much it really takes to be to be and stay married. I wonder how many marriages could have that are like in the, in the line right now for divorce that like if you just had a little bit more drive to go a little further in your marriage and to say okay i will fight a little harder then i'll do what I, whatever i gotta you know what i'm saying like yeah. i wonder if that would have changed anything this aircraft this plane wants to make sure <laughs> that we hear he's like i'm gonna be on your podcast today i try to tell you who it was it's not an aircraft what is it? It's Kanye's personal jet. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. Y'all gonna talk about me? Y'all want the smoke? Hear me. <laughs> All the smoke. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I was. I, I think that that's... I mean, what do you think, Mike? So... Um, uh, Dr. Mike, excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, um, you you have a really good point. Uh, and that's why the it's so important to have uh, premarital counseling, too. Uh, so you can be able to develop those things within counseling before you actually get married and actually see if you guys are like legit how able do, to. Uh, but how does premarital counseling help? Like give, give me, give me why it's important. Um, okay. So in a nutshell, uh, premarital counseling is important. So you can be able to, uh, look at the, the pro basically view the pros and the cons, right? Like you, you can see all the good stuff just by, you know, going on dates, the romance and all that other stuff. But when you sit down and actually like communicate, have a conversation about things you like, what you don't like. And these are the things you can do like while you're dating as well. But I think counseling, having a counselor there can kind of pull on those questions that make you like think from a different perspective. Yeah. Um, and, and legit be like, Hey, like, this is these are the questions that'll make you say do i really want to do this <laughs> yeah yes yeah like is it's this almost really like me? it's almost like you're 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 um because you're you're sitting there looking at it and you're, you're like oh he's so this and she's so that cute yeah. and fine and this yeah. and that and oh they got me yeah. this and that and it kind of like looks between your relationship and kind of mm -hmm. raises to the top the things that really matter and the things that like you thought mattered so much kind of fall to the bottom right yeah, yeah. because yeah. like you're like okay at the top now it's like you don't really like kids, <laughs> right. you know, and I want kids, right. you know, so that might be a, a reason why y'all might not need to get married. Like, what about you with marriage counseling? Did, did you guys have it? We had it. Um, was it helpful for y'all or what do you feel about that? It was a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely necessary yeah. because it, it forces conversation that you may not think about. Mm -hmm. Um, it forces things to the surface that, um, will show red flags yeah you know like wow so that's how you think about this like mm. or those are i'm sorry those are very important things yeah. though like when you have that realization of like wow you really believe that like yeah, that, right. that's those are moments where you gotta be like, like oh crap like, <laughs> like you really think like this like yeah that's a that's what? a good one and, and not just bringing up those topics like 
oh, you really think like this, but yeah. how to work through that. Right. That's the purpose yeah. of like counseling, like to be able to work through those issues. Those but there are, but there, are, there are moments, I'm sure, right, where mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're getting counseled and they're like, you think like that, nothing like this, and we're just not yeah. meshing. Right, right, right. We but probably shouldn't do having, that. But that's okay, though, to think differently. But it's, as Mike said, it's how are you going to work through that? You know, are, are there guys- ever are there ever any any marriage counseling situations where they don't end up getting married because because we're, we're, the the picture we're painting right now is no matter what you can forge ahead because oh, no. that's what I'm saying like there are there ever instances where it's like okay the marriage counselor revealed something to us that we probably shouldn't so get. I think it's that and sometimes the the person that's counseling you sometimes the person that's going to marry you and they will tell you. I'm not doing this. Yeah. 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 I don't want you, this to be my belt. I ain't going to approve of this. Yeah. I, I'm no longer going to marry you all. Yeah. yeah. Based on your counseling sessions. Yeah. yeah. They determine if they see if you're compatible, if they want to stand before God with you. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, officiate. I just, I guess I, I don't want to stop on that point because I, I really feel like with marriage counseling, that's such a valuable part of like entering into the marriage cycle, like into that whole marriage space. Yeah, because how you all, I guess, navigate counseling is legit how you want to, you know, navigate your marriage and navigate, uh, you know, the relationship overall. So yeah. if you all can't work through those differences within counseling, how can you expect to work through those differences when counseling isn't there and not available? Do you think, Mike, that or any of y'all, do y'all think that a lot of marriages are dissolved because or or go through divorce because of maybe not having the front end of the um, um marriage counseling? I I think so. Just my personal opinion. I haven't checked statistics and yeah, anything like that. I haven't or, either. I nor have I, you know, counseled anybody in marriage. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But just speaking on my own experiences, I I would I would think so. Yeah, like not not being able to have that realm to have those communications um, could lead into okay, you, you, this was this wasn't in the forefront of your mind. So now you're getting into it and not realizing like the topics and stuff y'all needed to discuss prior to. Yeah. To work through it. And so one of the things that I, I liked how Andy put it, he said that a lot of the, t- it was really funny when he said it. He said a lot of the problems and marriage problems aren't marriage problems. They're mm. personal problems that you brought into your marriage. Oh. He said a marriage problem is okay. Like, all right, well, like he said, he used it. A marriage problem is like, okay, so are we like, so the joint bank account is going empty. Like we need to put more money into it, blah, blah, blah. How we going? Yeah, a marriage it. problem would be like the toothpaste is running empty. Do I, do I need to roll it into I squeeze it? Like, like, what do I do? That's a marriage problem. He said all the other stuff that we argue about, they're really not marriage problems. They're personal problems that you brought into your marriage. Wow. And because you didn't ask, ask the tough questions before marriage, mm. then that's why you now have them in your marriage. Wow. And I think, I, I'm sorry, go ahead, Mike. But, but sometimes people can't even, like, differentiate what yeah. that is right yeah so if you don't understand that you got a personal problem or mm-hmm. that person you know the other person has a personal problem um if you can't identify that then you're stuck playing a blame game yep yeah i was just about to say because i think that kind of goes into the glamorization of marriage mm-hmm. um because on instagram a lot you know everybody's like marriage goals this and that and the third yeah. and i was actually having a conversation with somebody uh this God, week future husband yeah <laughs> the, oh the, the, don't, <laughs> even, don't even open that don't even open that door <laughs> Yeah. Don't wait, wait, till that door. Oh. <laughs> wait till February. But <laughs> it's sick, but, but the funniness of it all is that everyone married is trying to be single, and everybody's single trying to be married. Mm. We don't even know how to live this thing out the right way. Everybody's so desperate for the next thing that they don't know how to deal with the thing that they are right now, right? Mm. So let's kind of speak into what you're saying about Andy Stanley. He's like, you know, you're bringing your your single problems into a marriage. 
And if we don't deal with the single ourselves on the single side of things, yeah, the single side. So, because the issue is this: a lot of single people, and this is not married people preaching to single people. This is this is I'm married and I want to help you because I know how tough marriage can be, and it's hard when people don't people already like each other. It's hard to stay together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you haven't dealt with the hard questions and then you kind of already don't like each other, the, the the fabric of the marriage is easily broken. So I'm just saying that to say, if if I could provide advice for single people, it would be while you're single, work on yourself, work on the things that you need to work on within yourself right now. So don't wait till you get the person to get to. And you're single if you're not married. I don't care if you're dating. You're single. Yeah. You're you if you're married, you have a ring on your left finger mm-hmm. or left hand. Not finger, like, third finger, fourth finger, whatever. Ring you know, finger. ring finger. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm trying to say. But you know, you're you're married by by the band. You're not you're not married dating. You're not married even engaged. You're not married. You're you're engaged. That the, they have these titles. Listen to your honest friends too. Hmm. Listen to your honest friends. I would even take it. I would say listen to your gut. Don't ignore it because I think a lot of times we silence it. And the thing mm-hmm. that we silence is the thing that resurfaces in marriages. Yeah, mm-hmm. because we're so focused on the glamour, like you were saying before, right? So your gut is just like, man, something ain't right with that. But uh, all right, let's work through it. Or yeah. they'll be like, ah, uh, right, let's let's keep it going. Caution signs become exit signs. That's good. A caution sign mm-hmm. before the marriage is an exit sign during the marriage. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, just a, like, that's just something. Oh, that you said, so you had to just trump us all. I saw that one. Actually, guys, a caution yeah. sign. <laughs> <laughs> because here's what I'm thinking. Because if we talked about the, I, I, we talked about this last week about the idea, like John asked the question, like is divorce, is divorce something in your future, like some because. Is divorce something that you see it happening in marriage? And I think we all said no. We that's not that's it, we don't want it. We wouldn't like to, etc. That doesn't mean there's not things that have come up that be like, mm. yeah, make, make you this, second guess, make second right? guess. Yeah. But I'm in it now. Yeah. So it's so, so it's it's what so the advice John said is different. Before you get in it, I'm I'm in it. Yeah. So I can tell you the things. You know what? Had I thought about this, this might have been like nah. Makes it. But now that I'm in it, I'm not just I'm I'm not make I, I don't I'm. It's it's almost like you see the exit sign, but I have to drive past it because I'm already on the highway. And let me say this too: <laughs> like, divorce becomes once divorce becomes not only an option but a fulfillment. You fulfill the desire to the divorce, then divorce keeps becoming an option. Like that initial time that divorce became an option, mm-hmm. the next time you get married, it'll still be an option. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like you got to be careful yeah. what you allow into your space to say I am I am okay with this and I am okay moving forward in this because that becomes something that you'll be okay the next time. You know what I'm saying? It, it, yeah. What's to say the next time you get married, you won't be that won't be on the table again. Especially, and I, I said this last. If there's no root cause analysis as to what, you did say that. If, mm-hmm. if, if there's no root cause, if you do get divorced, what is root cause? What, is, what do you mean so when you say that? Root cause analysis is actually there's actually a formula to it. Like okay. you, you, you actually have to, mm-hmm. to if you're done correctly, you actually look at the problems, and you and what happens is the problems they have to be something within the, and within your realm of control, like. Mm. It can't be anything that's outside of your realm of control to, to do an authentic. So not process. your spouse, only within myself. Only, yes, okay. your root cause analysis. No, so in, in the realm of a marriage, it could be that's a realm of control. So okay. yes, but so you can factor in things that that that, that your spouse have done, but the root cause analysis it has to be like how you reacted to it or yeah. what you're responsible because it's about you. Mm. But what you can't bring in things, you can't bring in things like well. I'm just trying to give a good example, like a root cause analysis, like, well, the reason why we don't have any money is because 
like there was a hurricane and he lost his job. That's an outside thing. So so root cause analysis. What like what do you? What am I going to do right now? Or it's it's an outside factor. So root cause analysis. And if you're not doing those things, I say this to my students all the time. Like I'm going to a different school. But wherever you go, you still take you with you. So yeah, you, you still yeah. take you with you. So if yeah. you're not doing that, like you you had you 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 can. That's why the idea of the marriage. You can always get another the marriage. That's I right. can always find another the marriage. Yeah. Like, like, so that's why I hate the phrase. Even when my wife says it. You know, I want to work on on my marriage. Like, I can I can yeah. always have an. If I get married again, I'm gonna have another my marriage. Yeah. So, like, the 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 question you should always ask is, could you have another? Like, that person is that the person that you want to be with for the rest of your life, mm. regardless of, of what it is. That's the person. Yeah. And so that's the core of of why I said it's important to work on your relationship. With that person, mm. because that's the, the, the that's the thing that that's the, that you're going to work on. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I I have the one. And this is very important for me to say, and I, and this is not a knock on my current spouse or etc. I have always been a type of person who who does things like takes people on trips and 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 go shopping for them and buy cars. That I that has nothing to do with my buy, current spouse. Buy, buy cars. <laughs> Not cars, buying. cars, like, like cards, flowers, candy. Oh, cards oh, with yeah. a D and an S at the end. Yeah, because I'm ready. I'm like, I'm, I'm not, Lord, I'm in line. Let me in line, Lord. I want a car. <laughs> so I've always been that type. Um, yeah. I, I would say it, it has maximized with my current pop partner. Yeah, and, but it's but that's also maximized because I also have more money than I did when I earlier dated. I have a better job. Makes yeah. sense. Uh, we have double income, so it's maximized. Yeah, makes sense. But I've always been that person. Been, right. been that way. So that's outside of really of my spouse makes it so that's me makes sense and so me perfecting that did not make me better at my relationship mm. but, and that's, that's one thing that like wise counsel that john and mike called me on you're doing all these things but yet you're still having these problems yeah. in your relationship right so you gotta really do you have i had to really get better at the relationship of what it means to be her partner yes and not just a partner that's a whole different question. That's because yeah, because maybe the gifts weren't that's what she wanted. Not, yeah. You throwing right. cards and flowers at her, and she just want to spend time. Right. That's yeah, it. Yeah, I think a lot of people, love languages. Yep. As we're talking about counseling as well, they're not ready for the challenge. And so when you talk about people working on themselves, when you work on yourself, people are bringing things up that you may need to work on that could potentially make you a great person for someone else. So you have to listen to those oh. things. Be okay with the challenge because when you get married, you can work on yourself all you want. When you get married to somebody else, you're going to be challenged. Yeah. And if you're not ready yeah. to accept someone challenging you, mm-hmm. your viewpoints, and whatever else, it's definitely not going to work because you're going to mm-hmm. feel like you're being attacked when that person just challenging you to make you better or to fix a situation. I, I think that will be a, a, a good thing to look for. Uh, within a relationship with somebody and if, if you decide to you know hey consider marriage with this person how do they work through problems how do they work through challenges yeah, because if they just run away from it guess what they're going to run away from once you get married your you, challenges they're going to run a, they're going to run away from your marriage you're not <laughs> in my opinion you're not dating until you, your first argument 
Right. You're not in a relationship. <laughs> in my, you're not in a relationship to your first argument. Yeah, I said that to my sister. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. In a, you, oh yeah, we show me your first argument. You know, you know what's funny about that? And I, and I said to my sister, I don't know, I don't know what care whether she, you know, whatever. But I love my sister. But she said something that's valuable. I mean, she was like, oh, you know, she was dating her her friend or whatever, and and she was like, oh, you know, I love him. He's so great. He's so this and I was like, oh, okay, okay, that's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> Holler at me when y'all after y'all have y'all first argument. Mm-hmm. And not long after that, whatever they did, and I was like, now, now we're talking. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now we, now we can start dealing with when the rubber now has met the road. Now we can start having some conversation about who he is and who you are and how that will be molded together or not molded together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's the same the thing with you, my, my wife and I, like when we, we know we usually are good. And what's funny about us is that we'll be good for a long time. Then we'll just something just. Smack us and, and I'll get mad or whatever, and it'll blow up into this huge. Thing. We'll be good for weeks, months, but then that one thing happened, and we ready to go. And we going in, and, and we going in, right? But these are things that are valuable. I think if that's I had so worked, funny. I just, I just can't see Javita go. I don't know. Javita doesn't go in, and that's the thing that I had to learn about my wife. Is and that's what I'm trying to. So this, this is this is actually a, probably a really good point because I've, I've been working with the, within this within myself. My and y'all know I have a daughter and then my wife and so I have two women in the, in the household and how I how I ha- handle my anger is valuable in this season of my life. Mm-hmm. But if I had dealt with it on the front end of things when I was single, it would it would have helped a lot more now that I'm married. Yeah, because my first of all I'm boisterous. Period. Amongst men, I'm boisterous. Mm-hmm. When my wife is not like that that way, and my daughter. So so if I'm I'm commanding just talking regular. So if I'm yelling, it's even worse, right? Mm-hmm. But 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 I'm saying that to say I don't want my wife or daughter to feel like this is what a man does. Mm-hmm. That's good. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. and that's but this is a natural this is a natural characteristic I've had for a lot of but it doesn't mean it has to stay that way. Mm-hmm. And a lot of who we are, we've we've grown cozy to it, but not dealing with the fact that I gotta deal with me first. It's not mm-hmm. sexy to deal with me. It's not fun. It's not Instagram fly. It's not trending topic it is literally by myself i gotta work on this because i don't want my daughter to look at another man that yells at her and says that's that's my daddy i want to attach myself to that person i got i got another 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 gem from from andy stanley he's dropping gems he says when you are dating um as as far as that topic are you becoming the person you are looking becoming the person that the person you are looking for is looking for I don't even want to begin thinking that one through. Try that again. He yeah. says, "Are you are you actively uh-huh. are you actively becoming the person that the person you are looking for is looking for?" Jeez. Because what happens is everybody okay. focuses on the other person. So happy I got it that time. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. And, there's, and there's not there there is zero. When I say zero, maybe zero point five percent of people, especially with social media. Actively showing you that they're working on themselves. What mm. they're saying is this: What's wrong with this person? What's wrong with this person? Ooh. What's wrong with this person? What's wrong with this person? Wow. Me- meanwhile, mathematically, the common denominator is why you can't find anybody is just you. It's just you. It's just you. It's, if you keep running into the same type of person and you keep running into the same type of situations, and you say they're all trash or women out here ain't stuff, but yet it keeps happening to you. Yeah. The common denominator, one, eight, one, eight, one, eight, one, eight. You're the eight. Like, <laughs> every, like you're the common denominator. And right. so, so he said, he challenged, he challenged me because even if you are married, he said, because if you are married, 
are you the person that your that the spouse you have was looking for? Mm-hmm. And if not, what are you doing to to make like he's like this constant push on perfecting yourself? Yeah, because exactly what you said is what what people whatever you have, whatever you thought bef- yourself before. I'm just gonna do this now, but when I get married, it's gonna be totally different. And I'm just gonna do me right now. Yeah. But when I when I'm just gonna sow these wire these royal oats, like they said in um coming to America. Because when I get married, then I'm gonna settle down. I'm still yeah. sleep with all these girls yeah. right now. But when I settle down, oh, I'm gonna settle down. I'm gonna be good because I'm settled mm. down. And all that crap mm. you are bringing into your marriage, whether you mm. thought you were or you not. So the, I'm sorry. I just want to say one thing real quick to what he just said. I'm yeah. sorry. Just just to say that. When you bring all that into your marriage, I think I think it looks more like you'll still be dealing with those women no. literally. Like, I, yeah. like, like it's it's not as figurative as you may think. Yeah. Like, because it may not be the same girls as you was before. It'll just be women in general. Because I'm like, if you if you have a consistent nature of yourself, you're not going to change that consistent nature just because no. you met a woman. Right. Like you 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 hope so, but really, I mean, we're talking about transfer being yeah. transformed like completely is not done by one woman. Right. Mm-hmm. It's done by some 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 event, critical events that you're saying. I'm intentionally doing this, like right now on the front end, so that when I get married, I, like I've, I've set my, like for instance, hypothetically, I've set my finances up so that when I get married, I have a financial system and I keep that financial system in play now that I'm married. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the same way, if you out here all around, you're gonna you're, you may you may not actually be all around when you are in marriage, but you may want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's a system that you built for yourself. That's the system yeah. you built before yourself. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's, that's, whoever else had that floor. And the phrase that you should worry about, not in every situation, but <laughs> in some situations, is this is who I am. Whew. Say that. When, tell when, me. Say it one more time, please. Say it again, please. You the should, should worry about. about the person saying. This is who I am. And that's not in every situation. Because if you're an introvert, you're an introvert. Okay, you're an introvert. However, as John, you were saying, if you're yelling and you say, this is just who I am and this is how I talk. But your spouse is saying, that scares me, that hurts me, Mm -hmm. that worries me, that does this. And you say, well, this is who I am. Yeah. Do you care enough to change that piece? So when someone says, this is who I am, when you say, this hurts me, this is, this worries me, or this is how that affects me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you say, well, this is just who I am. What are you saying to your spouse? Yeah, that's, that's definitely something to consider, man. Cause, um, that, that's the mindset that this person has built. Like, I ain't changing. Yes. And, and that's basically what we do as humans. Like we're constantly evolving. We're constantly changing mm-hmm. what you like today. And I mentioned this before, like what you like today, you're not going to like next week or that's you're not right. going to like, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of years from now. So who are you willing to change with? And I think that's so important when you get into a relationship and a marriage with somebody It's like, okay, these changes are going to happen. Keep mm-hmm. that expectation. Okay. The expectation from now should be, okay, is this a person that I'm willing to go through those changes with? Are we going to be able to work through those changes? Mm-hmm. Um, and to, to add to what you were saying, um, people don't always know like who they are. Right. So it's, it's a matter of, uh, it's uh, a couple of different layers, right? And you should understand, um, what were the, uh, environmental factors 
in your life that cause you to be and act the way that you're acting right now. That's one thing. And two, understanding like your temperaments. What are the the innate things that you were born with? The things you've done as a baby, as a child, when you first out the womb, like what were those things that you did and, and how you reacted to your environment? That's that's literally your temperament because um, temperaments exist. Um, they're, they're God given, right? Like these, these are things, again, we are born with, you can sit babies in nurseries, um, when they're first born out of the, uh, out of the womb and every baby's doing something different. You know, it could be, they can be sleep. They can be, you know, crying for some milk or something like that. They can be, you know, sit back giggling for no reason. Um, or one, one baby's just sitting around just looking, being observant. Like those are your temperaments. So understanding those, understanding your environmental factors, that will ultimately like help you understand like who you are and who you, sh- who, like what you should do to be able to strive for like who you want to become. So yeah, I think that's valuable. Um, I, I think a lot in marriage is, is kind of based on, cause let's think about this for everything in life. There is. Uh, a certain level of attainment, right? So like, let's say, like Terrence is a, a vice principal. He didn't know how to be a vice principal in and of itself. Mm. He had to see someone else be a vice principal to know that he wanted to, to mm. attain what a vice principal is. To be married, you have to know what a marriage looks like and what is your, what is your viewpoint? What's your culture? What is, where, where was it raised? Where was it groomed? Where was it discovered, right? Mm. Not Disney Channel. But Not Disney <laughs> Channel. Okay. And yeah. man, I don't, <laughs> is that a personal thing? You know what marriage looks like. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Not yeah, Disney, yeah. Not BET. Okay. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So like not, not TV, not, yeah. not Instagram, not wherever. So like a lot of those value systems are grown through where you grew up. Right, right. And so even in marriage, a lot of things happen where you have to figure out, well, okay, that was okay for your household. That was okay, John, for your household. But in this household, what will be the culture and the environment that we're going to create for our family and for us mm-hmm. that will be things that are, are pillars that will stay in our community, in our, our household, right? Those things, that thing is so important to be, to me because I feel like you, you pick up on things that you think are valuable or you think that are critical because you're like, because you may say, okay, well, in my household, this is what they did. So this has to happen and be carried over into this household. Mm-hmm. Is that always the case? Nope. No, because you can see nope. some, you can see some bad examples. Yeah. And then, and then for you, uh, like, like, especially as you get older, you, re- you realize what, what you, what you like, what you don't like, what would work, what would not work. Yeah. And you, you, you chew the meat, spit out the bones. That's, that's, that's the phrase. Like, I'll, I'll take this part because this, this part of bad marriage was good. Mm, that part I, I'm not too comfortable with. Yeah. You know, and, and then, but the, the, the split side of it, I'm trying to use my math right. If I look at a marriage and I take 50%, of what they did, and and I and I, I said I'll take that fifty percent. You gotta remember that your partner also has, has viewed marriage, yep. or should have, and then they got they add their parts, yes. and so it literally is coming together and just mm-hmm. <laughs> constructing of what's going to make up a hundred percent and who's providing what part, mm-hmm. and that fluctuates some days. Like it's it's just it's so much that goes into it, but it's yeah. important to it is important to at least analyze to have some of what it actually does mean to be married. And I like what Tony and you all said. Look at the good examples, look at the bad examples, and then come and talk about it. And nobody does talk about it, I, I think. I, I, that's why, I'm, I, as y'all were talking about marriage counseling, I think that's important. But what I think is equally important after that is work is work on the marriage within the marriage. I think if, if you just do a... It's, it's, like, it's kind of saying in, in, in the educational world where we talk about when we do professional development and PDs, and we don't... We don't we are, an, a professional development that's not authentic is one that's a one-stop shop and you just keep it moving. Mm-hmm. 
the more of the better professional developers are ones that are ongoing and can be embedded into the work that you're doing. So marriage counseling is great. That is, it's a good starting point. Mm -hmm. I am now a firm believer that what work am I doing throughout my marriage year two, year three, year four, year seven, year 10, year 15, year 20, that's working on the marriage. Because otherwise, I, number one, I think I've, I've arrived and I got it all. Right. And that's not true. You're always changing. Your yeah. spouse is always changing. Changing. So, what are you doing to work on how I, how do I learn this new like the new her? And so, I think that I don't think we put stock into. I feel like it's done in some religious po pockets. But I like to talk to people who aren't necessarily always religious, that who, who who are listening to this podcast, who might not necessarily be Christians or, or etc. I don't care who you are. What are you doing to invest in the marriage currently? Throughout the year, yeah. besides just you're like, oh, I'm gonna take her out. So and, this, and 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 going back to morals, right? So like, um, regardless of whether you're you're Christian or whatever, whatever your morally like standpoints are, right? Um, having those morals and those standards are important to go into marriage with and keep within your marriage because, um, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything, including divorce, mm -hmm. including divorce. And I think I said this in like the first podcast that I was on. Um, I am not you and you are not me. And that's something we have to be mindful of because at times we are trying to change our spouse to be who we are. Yes. And not allowing them to be them and accepting some. Yes, we, we do have to change yeah. to meet in the middle. Mm -hmm. However, I will never become you and you will never become me. Yeah. And so if I walk with my dark side up mm -hmm. and you walk with your hands flipped, mm -hmm. don't try to force me to walk with my hands flipped if this is just who I am. Mm -hmm. Like like I said earlier, mm -hmm. there's some things, this is me. Yeah. I don't have to change this because this is okay for me to walk like this. Mm -hmm. It's okay for you to walk like this. Yeah, It doesn't mean that I have to do everything the way that you do it. Right. Let me be, you know, free in my household as well. Mm -hmm. If me being like that is not hindering our marriage from growing. I got yeah, that's that's kind of weird though, right? Like you wouldn't marry somebody that's exactly like you. Right. Like, I know I wouldn't because that's I'm weird. I'm like anal about certain things, like real particular about certain stuff. And I, I need that like flexibility <laughs> from somebody else or balance rather uh, from somebody else to be able to say, hey, you know, we actually don't need to care about this thing right now or, right. or whatever. But if we were just all like if we were both like me, I was like, I actually get tired of me. <laughs> I got a question because I, I feel like at least I'm, I'm not mad about that. I feel like we we. we I feel like this so, so far this pocket we've been talking about like not superficial but almost like not as like specific which is which is okay mm -hmm. like you know but what are some things that you've like there are off limits like in your marriage that you've learned like with your partner? We mean off limits. Mean? So like so here's a question: Are you allowed to have new like, like new friends, like new female friends? No, <laughs> I would say I'm just gonna say no. So, okay, uh, okay, so. I'm allowed to have new female friends. I think it's a matter of like my wife being able to meet them and like get a feel for who they are beforehand um, or within the whole establishing friendship type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because genuinely, like, there are some things that my wife can see that I can't. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I've noticed that like I'm just a friendly person. 
uh, I see the best out of people. Um, she is sometimes able to see like for what it is and coming from a female's perspective, she know female game. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, she, she meets that person. She's like, Oh, okay. You know, she getting a feel for who they are within the conversation, stuff like that, morally, whatever. Um, and then later on we'll have a discussion like, Hey, you know, she that, cool? was your, that was your last day seeing her. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so you won't be talking to her anymore. She's, um, she's done. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I can, but there's stipulations to that. And I, it comes with communication with yeah. your spouse, like, to see if, hey, is this cool? You cool with this? Like, I think they're a great person, but if you don't, we don't. Yeah. Just imagine I, if y'all cool. I'm about to say, are y'all good with y'all wives having male new I friends? need to know them. Yeah, I got to meet them. Because I, I don't really care. Usually, I don't. I mean, I I, I really don't. I was like, oh, okay, they knew. What do you mean? I mean, for me, it's like, where are you gonna meet a new friend at that, that so ain't work in, that, at, at my house? That, like, that, that's <laughs> my, that, see, that's my question. Is he the pool is, guy? Like, what, who is it? what counts? What to me is is what counts as a friend, and what are you doing with this friend? What are you doing with this friend? Is the first question. That's the first question. Like, what, like, no, that was your second question. Sure. What are you doing with this friend? Is my first question. Yeah, yeah. What y'all so, about to do? So, so are, you, are you all are you all talking on the phone like regularly? Are you having conversations on the phone regularly? Like, do you even have time for a phone when you marry with a kid? That's what I, see, man. That's, see, that's so. But so, let, let's just. I'm say, just asking. Sure. I'm throwing it out. No. Texting is is the texting thing. is a new. The texting is a new and, thing. And yeah. for me, it's just like if my wife sees me texting a female that she does not know, is that is that a problem? That's going to raise concern. Like. Who is this person? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Renee will subtly be like, "Oh, who's that?" Yeah, like, yeah. It's right. just like, and, it's, it's not like a, and I get yeah. it. Just like if I see her texting a dude that like she's never talked about, I, I have no awareness about, mm -hmm. and I see her texting this random dude, like, "Yo, who that?" Do you guys go through each other's phones? No, nah, no. Nah. There, when we were dating, like we would openly just like, "Okay, we're just gonna sit down. We'll, let's go through each other's pics." Yeah, whatever. Like I'll be scrolling through my pictures, mm. and she's looking, and then she does the same. Mm. And so it's like, no, I don't have her phone going through all her stuff. Yeah, but it's like there's a moment, like that moment where we're going through pictures, and if something but pops she has up, your password and all that too. Um, like to your to your phone. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I think she's. <laughs> that means a no. 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 But that actually might be a yes. I changed it every three days. No, no. She seen me put it in, and I told her what it was. Uh, but I don't know if she remembers it. Oh uh, God, she remembers it. You know, oh, women don't forget she nothing. Elephants just like literally nothing. Like I, I don't. I don't remember. She told me hers too. I don't remember now. No, you don't remember because you're a man. You're not supposed don't to do that. Women, I'm not lying, yo. <laughs> my wife, memory. yo, she has memory. Can you hear me? Yeah. I'm like, what's my my passcode? 13722. <laughs> Babe, I, I told you that in 1996. <laughs> She's like, I remember. I can't remember where the HDMI cord goes. Because <laughs> it wasn't important. They have different, they have different folders for those type yeah. of things. Yeah. So like, yeah. It's so like, like my yeah. man. This is my man folder. I keep that at the top. Primary folder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, as far as having new friends and, and having new female friends, I think it really is a thing of comfort. Yeah. Um, and what I've learned from my wife is like, I need you to like, I need you, I need to be like, you know, yeah, Keisha and I this, Keisha and I that, Keisha, 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 Keisha. I need to keep saying Keisha so you know who Keisha is. Mm -hmm. Cause the moment I'm like, yeah, me and Keisha about to, who, wait, wait, who Keisha? Yeah. Who's Keisha? Cause if I say, uh, Keisha me, who? Right. <laughs> me and Keisha ain't about to go nowhere. Cause, cause you know, <laughs> cause I haven't already set the, 
parameters for who she is as a person. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. think that's. I think so. I, I jokingly said no off the break because, but I'm, in, in my field of music, especially, like I'm always meeting new people, always yeah, in new yeah, environments yeah, 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 that yeah. become people become my friend. Yeah, right, that makes right, sense. Right. But as long as they respect who she is, because my right, wife, yes. Which I didn't know. She will check you. Y'all were at my birthday. <laughs> yeah, 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 she, yeah. I was sitting there like, when oh, you, you talking about a man that was shocked at the result. I was sitting there like, my wife is checking people. Like, <laughs> I think we were all shocked. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, yo, y'all see that? My wife is the most reserved, quiet, I won't bother a mouse. This woman, I don't know whether it was the Alki or what, yeah. but she was going in. I was sitting there like, Keith Dovita. <laughs> that goose had a loose. <laughs> that goose had a loose. But I'm just saying, so, like, yo. I, 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 this is, and for people who are listening, I don't, there, there is no right or wrong answer to this question. Yeah. It really is what's, what's okay for your spouse. Right. Yeah. That, and that's yeah. the, that's the only answer. That's the only answer. Mm-hmm. If, if your you, spouse says no, that's the end of the, that's, that's <laughs> no. That was the last friend you and, had. And, watch it. <laughs> and, and if that's a problem for you while you're on that highway to marriage, then you need to take that exit because, um, because that person, who they are before is who they're going to be. After they say I do, let's speak to this. How important is it to, to, to for your for your spouse to be to feel like she's your number one? Because that because that there's a there's that's kind of what we're speaking to when we're talking about new female friends. Really. Yeah, 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 like because there if a new female comes in the environment and your wife feels threatened, what do you do in those environments? I mean, everybody within a relationship wants to be able to like feel wanted and needed, right? So like when you are spending all this time with another. Uh, another friend, whether they're male or female, now it's like, all right, well, you know, what about me? Like, I, I feel like now, like when you get to that point, it becomes a norm that your your wife or your spouse is there, um, and they they lose that that aspect of, oh, you don't feel like I'm important anymore. That goes into like anything on the phone, anything on the phone. If your spouse is literally always into their phone, what mm-hmm. about me? Am is that I- is that is that a thing for you? Yes. That's the thing for me too. That, that's a, I can't yeah. stand my my wife does this and I'll be like, yo, I will I will flip tables and chairs, okay? <laughs> but if you're like if I'm talking to you and you're playing a game oh, and yeah. you're just like I'm I'm talking to you, I'm giving you my undivided attention. I'm looking at you in your eye. And you're like I'm like, okay, so I'ma smack the phone. Okay? Cause I'm a, I'm a type of, I, I notice one thing about myself is that I need this, that, 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 yeah. that I need that yeah, eye yeah, contact. Yeah, yeah. I need you to look at me. I need you to know, you need to be engrossed by what I'm saying. Cause I'm engrossed by what you're saying. It's, especially in an in-depth conversation. Like yeah. if we're having a serious conversation and you like talking to me while you're on your phone, I'm going to be ready to smack the phone. Oh, yeah. we yeah. phone like, getting smacked. $1,000 <laughs> or what? It's down the and, drain. And okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm not like that, but it's funny. I am like that if we're watching a movie. Say more. I'm not to to Tanisha and I talk because because I can because I can listen and do something at the same exact time. The the like I can play a game and talk at the same exact time. The one thing I cannot do is watch a movie and talk at the same time. Mm. I I cannot watch a movie and then and be on my phone. Is she a talker while you watch movies? Is that what you? No, she'll be on her phone. Uh, and, and so I'm just that like, bothers you that she's on, a, on does, her phone while you're watching the movie. Yes, because no, that's no, the dumbest no, thing I've ever no, heard. No, no, no. If, if y'all are watching the movie together, together. We're watching it together. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Only reason I can see that being an issue is if she says, "Hey T, why did they hit that person?" Or why? Like, yes, does or she, she do that? Or, no. <laughs> right, which, like, which person? She's like, "Can you go back?" 
Oh. <laughs> no, she did not. No. Tanisha. <laughs> She's in the other room, y'all. <laughs> we're, not, we're not going back. So, we're not going back. You can watch it another time. Well, I don't want to watch it because we're not going back. Terrence is well, stopping out the room. Is, when, you get, when you get home from work and you think about how much time you have left in the day, yeah, yeah. that you actually have to spend with your No, that makes sense. And grew, we're sitting down, whatever we're doing. Now, if we're both in our phones, you know, watching videos or whatever. This plane. Look. Andrews Air Force Base. It's okay. We're gonna keep it moving. Go ahead. And yeah. and if we're both like the other day, we were both watching videos on our phone. Fine, we're good. But if there's time where one is doing nothing, watching TV, and that's time that can be spent together, quality time. Yeah. To me, quality time is undivided attention being <laughs> given to each other. Sorry. I'm trying I'm trying to listen to you. Like, this is <laughs> Like, they put it in reverse. Right. Like, right, right. Oh, he's talking. He, he's talking again. Let me put it in reverse. I told you that's uh, Kanye's personal jet. But that's that's my thing. I'm just like, okay, we have about three hours before we're gonna start winding down to go to bed. Yeah. And so, give me an hour. Get let, let's spend this whole evening without being yeah, on our phones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's and important. Like that's that's, that's being that. intentional about relationship growth. That's yeah. right. But the excuse, the statement of I'm not on my phone at work doesn't matter to me yeah if i'm not spending a lot of time with you yeah yeah and i important. want quality yeah. time with you i want us to sit down watch tv whatever it is no phone it's it to me it, it sounds like and i, I agree with you a hundred percent tony it sounds like what, what, what are you making to be your priority you know what i'm saying because if I don't feel like I'm a priority to you, because that's what, it, what you're really yeah. saying. When oh, you're saying, when you're saying, What's more important? I, I yes. was at work, I couldn't, and I'm just using your example, I was yeah. at work and I couldn't use my phone. Now I'm home. And I, all I want to do is get my, so, so your phone is more important than me. That's what you're saying. Because mm-hmm. the issue in marriage is really one of the bigger things. I mean, is you, what are you putting ahead of me? Yeah. Is it my child? Mm-hmm. Is it the TV? Is it a movie? Is it football? Is it the phone? Like, is it a game? Is, what are you putting is, ahead of me? Is it myself? Is it myself? And, yeah. so, and that's really all of those things are like my self-interest. And like I, I want to spend my time doing X. And that's the important thing because this is one one concept that I that when I started studying like marriage before I got married that was emphatically important before I even said anything. The most important person in marriage is no longer yourself. It's not even your kids. It's your spouse. And that that people said that sounds so harsh. That's literally the way it was designed. Your spouse is supposed to come first, period. Yeah. Not your mom, not too. your dad anymore, not your like. Even if like, I'm not saying that it would be, but if there is a an issue where it is, and I'm not talking about. Let's be like realistic. I'm not talking about some your child needs medical attention. I'm not talking about that. But if there's an issue in which someone needs to 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 win, or someone needs their needs met, your child or versus your spouse, your spouse is supposed to win that argument. Yeah, and triggers. <laughs> Triggers as well. So, one of mine is when we're in bed and it's getting late, whatever. And I, like, and she's, and I look, she's turned over on her phone. Like, what are you doing? It's a trigger. And so, a trigger. Years ago, I was dating someone, and she kind of moved in with us, um, my mom's house, Mm -hmm. or whatever. And she'd be in the middle of the night texting, and I'm like, who are you texting? Come to find out, she was cheating. Or whatever. Mm. And so. Dang, she was cheating, staying in your mama house? For me, 
Like you texting a little weird. You like, can wait till you got you like, texting this nigga. <laughs> yeah, whatever. And it turns out to be that. Like it, it came out later down the road. Yeah, I mean, yeah. broke you didn't up know that. Yeah. I didn't know at that very moment. Yeah. So for me, it's like, even though she could be just scrolling, looking at you know shopping or whatever, it triggers. It triggers. Yeah. I don't have to see what you're doing, but seeing you turned over back towards me on your phone. Right. It feels weird. It feels you. weird. Yeah. yeah. And so that's something that we have to think about, too, is like, what are our triggers yeah. that they are unaware of? So that's a part of those environmental factors that I was talking about earlier, yeah. like the, the things that builds your personality yeah. mm-hmm. um, based like based off of past experiences. Mm, they come so, in. so now you're you have developed a trigger yeah. towards somebody having your back turn, having a back turn to you and being on their phone. And you automatically react in a way where like, oh, that's negative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So being aware of that. And understanding, like, yo, like, that actually might not be the case because yeah. she's not that person from the past. And that's not always a thing. Everybody's different. Yep. But, uh, but understanding that about yourself is so important because that's a personal problem. Yep. Right. Yeah. And then, but, and, but I also think it's important because I'm, I'm, I, I was exactly about to say what you said. While you're growing to work on that, she should also be cognizant that you deal yeah. with that. Yeah. And I, I think part of it should that's be, good. should be willing to say, okay, you know what? Let me not do this thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so, like, I, I don't. Why would I want to do anything that's gonna that's gonna hurt my husband? Yeah, it makes it like. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. with that being said, like, I, her and my my wife and I had this conversation. I, I, I thought I wanted to bring it to you all. Um, have you ever been into an environment where, like, you're at an event, you're at an event, you you you're with your with your spouse, you, you know, your your boo, whether it's your girlfriend or your wife, but for us, it's your wife, and then an old fling walks in. Or someone intimate like walks into the same event. Okay. Um, is that the whole thing? Well, what I want to know is 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 the I is, don't know her. <laughs> like what? Is, what do you mean? So what you is, don't know. Her? That just, that just happened to me last. I weekend. don't know her. That literally just happened to me <laughs> last week. Y'all was like, <laughs> who, do you, who are you? Like she don't, she don't think I got an accident. It, it was, I have it, no it, idea who no, you no, are. It, it was funny because we were sitting at this table, me and. My wife sitting yeah. at this table, and that girl and her mom walked into the same event. Yeah, and we saw them. They had to see us because you know whatever. We the same thing. And um, they didn't speak. Whatever, nothing, right? And so later, towards the end of the event, the mom came over as she was walking to a table that was behind us, and spoke to both of us. And then, like five minutes later. That girl walks over. It's like, hey, whatever. I mean, she greeted both of us. You know, it wasn't the disrespect of you know she not greeted the, me and not her. Right. But we both looked. Was just like, yeah. Why? What? Why is this like, happening? Like, <laughs> we've been here the whole time. Like, there is no. My wife knows who she is. Yeah. Or whatever. So mm. if you see us, just speak you don't know me it, it's like <laughs> if no, you but, see but, me in the streets it, girl you don't know me you know if there was a problem <laughs> <laughs> but like j- just just speak you know what i'm saying like it's just a high you know we're gonna keep it moving do you know that high will be uh, on a highway we're gonna be talking about that no, high for no, the rest of the week not, it, it depends on timing too because yeah. like it's, it's more so like okay when you first see me you speak, all right, cool, but the hesitant, uh, the hesitation means you still love me, and I can't talk. I can't talk to you. <laughs> the hesitation means something, yeah. right? <laughs> you love me. We can't talk. That, we can't talk no. ever again. No, no, it wasn't. Now I agree. I'm not running up to go speak. Yeah, yeah. I am not going to go up my way to go speak. Yeah, that will be a problem. 
If I leave my I wife, can't leave please. to talk to her at all. Right. And she can't come to talk to me at all. We don't know each other. <laughs> Period, Tone. We talk about wait, we talk about ex girlfriends, right? Yes. Anybody ex, ex, I don't anybody. know I don't ex anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you. So <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Time out, time Listen, out. Listen, Peter. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. I, I don't know saying. you, yeah. So no, I don't I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Cause like especially if if it ended on good terms, we court we're cordial at this point. Right. Like I mean oh, what's, but if it's bad terms, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I if it's bad it. yeah, if it's bad terms, it's like, all right, you know I'm not gonna like come over here and talk to you. If you come over here and talk to me, I feel like you about to start something. Yeah. Like if it ended on bad terms. So but, so my my thing is that this actually happened to me re- like really recently. And so the the funny thing is, John, which is so funny is like my wife was actually like perfectly calm, high, greeted, blah 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 blah. Like I said again, she did know the person mm. who there was an there was like a, a, prior to her long time however incident with her. But with me, I don't know why it's it, it, it's in my conscience, and so I immediately like I don't want to be around you. I immediately want to go like further away. We're leaving. Like, We're like, leaving. I, I don't know what it is, <laughs> so I actually avoid. I don't even want to be in, in an environment no. where a person that I used to be intimate with or etc. is at that same environment. Yes, like it's, it's just I don't know why, but because it's you're a regular human it's being to avoid that's why. anything from happening. Exactly. I don't. But I don't know. If okay. Like, so so that speaks to the ties that you have with that person currently. Right. So, and not to say that there's actually something going on there, mm. but what, what, uh, soul ties have you taken on from that person that to that the point where, true. to the point where you're like, when you see that person, you're affected by that and you can't even be in an environment. Yeah. Like, I'm like, not inf- that, affected. I'm not just not stupid. I'd rather just not. <laughs> well, I don't see the point. Well, why should what's, you care? Though? What's the point in me saying anything to this person? You don't have to. You don't have you don't to. But what's the point of it? Like, why, why, why is why, that important? Why would you leave because somebody else showed up? Because it's if best it for nothing, my life and my wife's why, life. Why is that? Why? No. I don't want to be there with both of them. Like, I'm leaving. I'm agreeing with John, but I think by agreeing with John, I'm also agreeing with you. Like, like I think the point is, like, uh, uh, a high and by is cool, but I'm just also like, like, I'm just, saying, I don't want to see you. Bro, it's, <laughs> but it's, I'm not saying go sit together and for, commune. For, I'm not saying anything. Yeah, not saying that at all. Right. Well, my wife did, which was But I'm like, awkward. we came to this <laughs> event together. I don't give a, I don't care if you here with me. Like, right. I'm a, yeah, if I see you, Cool. Hi. Bye. Keep it moving. But I'm not gonna be like, oh man, she in the she in the room. I can't be. Yeah, I, don't think I, was I, like I that. think I'm a bounce. Like, nah. It that that so means like, there's something else going. There's something else mentally, spiritually going on where you still have some type of tie with that person, and that needs to be severed. No, I, so I. Do I don't think know if that necessarily means that though. I, I don't. I, I don't know. I think so. I would. I would say if 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 it ended badly, it's probably it is really worse. Mm. Like like if we if we had a situation that ended badly, I definitely don't want to be anywhere in a room with with you and my wife. Even, even if it ended badly, what have you done to be able to sever those ties where it's okay to be in the same room with that person? I I, I don't think it's not about it being okay. It's just I just don't want to. Like I don't want to be in the same place okay. with you. Like it's not like like we like, don't have to do, agree to disagree. I don't think anything's yeah. wrong. With, I don't think I think it's I don't think anything's wrong with just leaving. I think I think if it's best for us to just leave. In my opinion, if I feel most comfortable leaving, mm. I'm gonna leave. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm like, I don't know her. I don't know anybody here at this <laughs> party. Like, I don't know I will, her. I will leave because I just feel like it's best. <laughs> and for me, I guess for me, I didn't go down my list of women and be like, "Hey, I had this soul tie with you. Let's just rectify or make sure that it was severed yeah. properly." I didn't yeah. do that. So 
There are some women out there could be very much so like Jonathan Jones. Oh, nigga, I've been waiting for it. Like, I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? They, they could very well yeah. go that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So I'd rather like, let, I don't know you. You don't know me. We never met. Yeah. <laughs> Jovita, grab your purse. We're leaving. <laughs> right now. But right this right month. I'm out. That is great. I don't care not about it. Okay, so, um, we're going to get to the end of yeah. this topic, but uh, <laughs> that was a good question at the end, though. Yeah, it was. Um, I want, and guys, if you guys can really briefly, like in one word or sentence, say, what does it take to, what does it take to have a successful marriage? What does a successful marriage look like, in your opinion? Um, in my, a list in my opinion, successful marriage um, is solely tied to one. If you if you ball, if you're both morally compatible and willing to communicate about that. So even if there is a difference between your morals, right? Like how what are you doing to uh, to come to terms and move forward with each other? That comes with communication and being open to that level of communication, where it's like, okay, um, agreeing to disagree, but where can we compromise mm-hmm. right and working through it problem solving mm-hmm. that's another thing like being able to work through your problems because y'all both running away then typically it's leading back to what you were saying john with that separation mm-hmm. that natural separation that occurs which ultimately leads to okay i don't really want to be with this person anymore let's go ahead and get a divorce mm-hmm. so communication um morals and problem solving okay um i think for me communication is um uh, uh, a desire to be committed um, from both parties. A desire to be committed. Um, mm-hmm. A desire to to, to definitely to communicate. Um, and I and I I mean I have to kind of agree and resilient and resilient to be resilient. Um, I think, but more important is those is uh, out of all those things is a desire to to want to like I said before, both parties should want to work on the marriage consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, Work on the relationship. I don't say that. I hate to use it, the marriage. Want to work on the relationship. Um, as long as you are, are desired to be committed, um, and if there and if there even if there's an issue where there is a breakdown in commitment, there is a desire to work on the relationship. That should supersede that. Um, I think that's important, and I think a desire to to want to be, you know, like intimate with that person. I, I like the fact that you mentioned desire pretty much in <laughs> that whole thing. I mean, do you love the person? Like, yeah. do you do you desire that person? Yeah. Um, and ultimately, that's that's the deciding factor at the end of the day, right? Let me and let me add one thing. Yeah. Let me, let me add to some of the desire. Also, ability, because I think when it comes, to, you have to be willing and able. Some people are willing but not able. Some people are able and not willing. You got to be willing and able to do those things. I think if you're not, if you don't have both parts, I'm willing and able to be committed. I'm willing and able to have effective communication with you. I'm willing and able to overcome challenges with you. You gotta have both, hmm. and some people like they like for for whatever reason they are incapable of they did they don't they don't possess the ability they did whatever the 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 work on themselves wasn't done they've had so many bad examples they don't know how they don't know how yeah. so they, at <laughs> yeah. that point they're unable but there's some people who are very able they just they don't want to so there's so you know they're they're that that's that's dead on arrival got it got it um so I would lead with communication um and when we say communication is you have to want to communicate so that your spouse understands um, and your point is getting across also the the want to understand or comprehend because you can communicate but if that person is not trying to understand or comprehend what you're saying it's really not going to go anywhere um, 
So communication, willing to understand or want, willing and able <laughs> to understand um, the desire to work through any challenge that comes up, faith, um, having this, the same faith. You know, you may be at different levels, but some understand understanding of that faith um, and determination. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, I'm determined to make this work. I'm determined to do what I have to do to make this work. Yeah. Um, because, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I would say intention, intentionality, um, being very intentional in your uh, marriage and making sure that you um, implement or inject those things that, that need to be injected into your marriage um, and be serious about implementing. Implementation is huge in marriage, I feel like. Um, and I feel like we don't put enough um, enough weight in on that particular respect part. Respect on it. Yeah, put that respect on it. So, um, yeah, marriage is so many different things. We talked about a lot about uh, marriage over the past three weeks or three um, episodes. I'm I'm feeling like that we express to our, bellest, our, our greatest ability what we feel like marriage looks like what it should be and how we can aspire to be better at it um as husbands as fathers as as, as, as spouses um I, i'm hoping that this particular um podcast was was really even um influential for everyone that listened to it yeah. that, that and even like exposing challenges and stuff yeah that go through yeah yeah it's exactly yeah, yeah exposing our challenges i think that i think that's really valuable and important you guys can always reach us um and you guys know how to reach us um we'll give that information after terrence does his real talk wrap up right now all right, so to begin this, I don't have no jokes this time. Sorry, guys. I actually want to ask you all, you want, since it's our closing question about marriage, one quick question, quick statement, like 10 seconds. Give me a statement of why you got married. Let's start with you, Tony. Oh, I, I yeah. thought you... No, why um, you got married? Because I, I found a woman that um, possessed the things that I wanted and I felt that I needed. I loved her, her compassion, her heart, and... I found somebody who I wanted to go through life with. I, I located my best friend, someone that I wanted to. I mean, I'm not trying to be funny. Like somebody that's really my best friend that showed me values in myself that I needed to work on and was honest with me about it and that had values that I needed to grow in. Yeah. Um, I love her. She's a great partner. Like we work well together. Like, yeah, I love her. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I would say the same thing. I found, I, I, I think I found somebody who challenged me. Um, that was, that was, and I think, again, it was someone who, it's funny saying it, that doing the romantic things was just, that's not enough. Like you really have, I have, she like challenged me, she, and continued to challenge me to be a better partner. Hmm. Um, and I, and I thought that was really good. And I would say off the top, and I've always said that she also, she literally made me a better person because I had almost no goals. Like her goals were like, and and I realized in, in order to, in my mind, it was it became a competition, and and it actually made me literally a better person. Period. Even not just a partner, it made me a better person. Um, I asked that because I, I was doing some research, but it's the closest out in the top five reasons, according to the Huffington Post, as why people get married. Um, number five was fear of staying single, because mm -hmm. crazy cat lady isn't a title that most women want on their personal resume. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Number four was just he or she would make a good partner. That's why I got married. He would make a good partner. It said, um, you know, he has a good job, a clean record, an outstanding credit score. You know, she loves kids. He loves kids, and she adores me. So, you know, if, if I may not, so who cares if I don't love him that much? They are they're a good partner. You know, um, number three, um, desire to grow up, um, which is interesting. Um, 
I knew it was coming. There's a desire to grow up. So how can you be an adult if you've never been married? So everyone knows a ring comes with an upgrade standard of living and a more mm. favorable reputation wow. in the community. So I got married because I wanted to be an adult. Um, That's number two, wow. once upon a time, you know, they were in love. So in the beginning, their story was like a fairy tale. Sure, sure things might have cooled down, but what a better way to jumpstart happily ever after if we don't get married. So, and the number one reason why people get married is it's the next logical step. Um, they've been together for years. They 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 live together. They're a cute couple. So, isn't marriage what you're supposed to do? Now, I'm not saying all these things are great, but I, and all these things are important, even our reasons. But I do want to say, like, this is not. It shouldn't be a newsflash. Our culture does a horrible job at defining marriage for ourselves, but especially for the uninitiated. So I'm going to say it again. Our culture does a horrible job at defining marriage for married people, but even especially for the uninitiated. Therefore, as the initiated, it is our job to do an abundantly tedious job of refining what marriage is. So I want to give some top misconceptions that we talked about, about about marriage or what it takes to be married. So one number one misconception is if I marry the right person, everything will be all right. Hmm. I'm going to say it again. As long as I marry the right person, everything will be all right. That's not accurate. So, and I said this earlier, instead of focusing on finding the right person, ask yourself this, are you working to become the person that the person you are looking for is looking for? If you are married, are you working to becoming the person that the person you were looking for is still looking for? Uh, I think it's very important to not focus on the right person, but are you becoming the right person for marriage? Um, another misconception is that if we are madly in love and have the most passionate romance, we will be great together forever. Here's the problem. Most people confuse chemistry, romance, infatuation with love. Don't get me wrong. There is a definite place for romance in a marriage. I would even say romance or romantic chemistry can keep a marriage vibrant and lively. Here's the problem, though. If you spend all of your time learning and perfecting romance, but zero time learning and perfecting relationships, then you will eventually spend 100% of your marriage arguing over the relationship and zero time in romance. The lack of effective relationship skills kills all romance. I'm saying again, the lack of an effective relationship can kill our romance. No man will have the desire to cook, cook you breakfast in bed, bring you chocolate strawberries, or even take you spontaneously shopping if you constantly demonstrate that you are easily angered at the stuff he does or continuously bring up all of his wrongdoings. No woman will buy you those new Jordans or cook or bring you lunch or get your car detailed, fellas, if you suck at communicating what time you're coming home and you are constantly unkind to her needs. A sucky relationship kills all romance. Last one I want to drop you off is I can do what I want right now because I'm not married. Once I get married, I can be I can get serious. Once or once I get engaged, I can start to settle down and get serious. Let me bust that bubble right now. You thought that was true, but in my Mori vo my Mori voice, my marriage and everyone else's marriage determined that that was a lie. Let me throw you out another gem from Andy Stanley. The present will be your past, which will eventually be present in your future. Say that again. The present will be your the present will be your past, which will eventually be present in your future. The stuff that you in infuse in your current relationships, which includes your demeanor, your expectations, your de and, and definitely your sexual appetite, will definitely be dragged into your future marriage. You have to kill some of that stuff right now. Um, so here's the bottom line. If you are getting married or are currently married, it's healthy to surround yourself with wise counsel. The emphasis being wise counsel. 
So instead of surrounding yourselves with people who are actively invested on being Facebook and Instagram happily married, surround yourself with people who are actively invested in working on their marriage. Wow. That's good. Good stuff. Good stuff in there. Um, thank you, Terrence, for the Real Talk wrap-up. Um, so we're going to actually have someone um, on the show next time uh, that has gone through divorce. Uh, we're very excited about that particular episode. We're really hoping that um, you guys spread the word about uh, our podcast and let people know that we're talking about some real topics on here that I think um, the culture needs to hear. If you're thinking about going through divorce or you're feeling like you may be at a space where you might want to get divorced, I think it's good to know what it looks like if you were to go that route. Um, and not to say like it should be enticing towards you, of course, like, but it's more so to say like this is what you're saying you want to sign up for. Yeah. Um, when you say you want to go down that road of divorce. So mm-hmm. um, we're going to hopefully reveal the good, the bad, the ugly of going down that road of divorce the next time that we meet. So spread the word. Um, Relentlessly Real Podcast. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram under Relentlessly Real Podcast. Um, and also, if you want to submit topics to us, you can submit it to relentlesslyrealpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's relentlesslyrealpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you, Antonio, for joining us uh, for yeah, the past man. three times. Thank okay. you all for having me. Man. I hope you all have me back. We're definitely going to talk oh, yeah. about something with you again. Uh, so I mean, I, even at brunch, bro. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you already know what it is. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you already know what it is. So I got to get to my daughter's birthday party. But, you guys, thank you guys so much. My name is John. My name is Mike. And I am Terrence. Thank you for listening to the Lucy Open Podcast. Peace.